Welcome to the Exchange Podcast. I am your host, Floyd Boykin Jr. And I am your co-host, Tarina Roberts. Welcome. Welcome and for uh, the season finale of season three. Can you believe it's three seasons? I cannot, but I'm so excited. Like I'm 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 honored that we have held people's attention this long. Me so, too. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's a lot of distracting things out there, so we do appreciate those who take the time to listen to our podcast mm-hmm. and, and listen to our uh, our discussion that you all get to listen in on. You know, with me and Trina just getting our talk on about things that are very important about relationships out here. You know. Yeah. So today's topic is a very it's a very important topic, I think. Uh, and it's called dating after 40 right right or or as I put it dating ain't what it used to be the struggles of being over 40 and single see that would be like a dope book so if the book was called dating after 40 and you know how they have those little subtitles description that's what would be in this you know the description <laughs> and people I gotta pick that book up right right <laughs> right right yes 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 I'm so excited about this um this topic it's it's interesting you know listening to you and listening to some other people um talk about the the landscape and dynamics of dating it's yeah so so I guess I need to put this out there this this podcast might not be the most encouraging podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be truthful. It will be very truthful. <laughs> and, and very informative. <laughs> you know. So the dating scene, if you can even call it that, dating has changed from like for me, well, for people 15 or even 10 years ago. I mean, social media, uh, people are dating through social media pages and date sites so facebook for sliding up in your dm sliding up in your dm or instagram you know probably linkedin linkedin and everything wherever there's a dm that's sliding in uh and then you got all of these uh dating sites as well uh there's a couple of different sites out there um eHarmony Facebook dating match.com BLK I mean there's a lot of different ones out there and I remember when people used to say oh I ain't do no online date man I don't know it's scary to do that blah 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 truth be told it's scary either way face to face face <laughs> online <laughs> meeting them at the grocery store you know having somebody fix you up with I'm very Against, by the way, y'all, uh, <laughs> fixing people up. You know, you, you don't can... like blind dates. No, man. Mm-mm. I have not had the best experiences with blind dates, and this is throughout my history of dating. I'm talking about from when I started when I was 17. I would say my first blind date that I had, or you know, that went extremely well. Much prop to Rod, my boy. Thank you. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but after that, blind dates have not been, you know, 
Even if somebody cringe, I cringe when somebody say, "You know what? I have a friend." I'm like, oh. Well, see, to me, then that's because the process, or or shall I say, uh, the thinking behind blind dating is all it's fault flawed in some way. Because if I know somebody, if I know you, and I know somebody else intimately, then and I say, I think you two would be good together it's because I know you two not just because you're single and she's single and I happen to like you and I happen to like her so you know why don't we make this thing happen so I I wonder if it's because the people who are setting you and other people on flawed um, or bad shall I say bad blind dates if it's because they really don't know you well, you know, what I've come to find out, even the people who know you, you know, they don't know you in a dating capacity. Mm. So what they would do is that they'll find, like, for instance, um, they'll say, well, hey, I have a friend, right? And mm-hmm. she's amazing. She's awesome. Y'all got some of the same uh, uh, interests and everything. She's really cool. I think you should meet. You know, well, that's probably true. But in terms of the personalities once they they could have bumping head personalities even though they're cool on both sides when they're talking to you and the conversation you have they could possibly connect but a lot of time for me that does not work for, for me for me you know I've had mm. someone uh, I've had people who try to uh, uh, set me up on two different levels the one where hey you're nice she's nice y'all can be nice together that doesn't work uh, no. <laughs> you know, no. and then I've also had where well, y'all have some of the same interests, you know, y'all should connect. Well, what would happen is that those things were there, but there may not have been an attraction in terms of both sides, you know, um, mm-hmm. on a physical level. Then when they saw them, they uh, wasn't necessarily attracted to that. So a lot of times, some people stop right there, you know, because there's not a physical attraction even though that other stuff is real cool so it's all kind of different things that can go into play so what I do like well I have a friend he doesn't believe in setting people up but he does believe in putting people in the same in the same uh, vicinity <laughs> so that mm-hmm. you can possibly meet you know okay. that way okay if you know if y'all meet you meet if you don't you don't but at least he, you know the, and also the other problem with the setting up thing if you set meet up with this person and y'all do connect and something goes wrong that person tend to the person who fixed them up a lot of times usually going to be the one here on both sides they're going to get mm-hmm. that information they're going to know more business than that for my friends to typically know about my business you know what I'm saying so it, it went my dating business so for me it's no uh, <laughs> but for some okay, people so that I, works I, out well okay I have a question because you, you mentioned that your dating self you know when people are setting you up on blind dates you know they may not know your dating self so is your dating self and, and let me just preface this by saying I've been very very transparent you know, every time we have these dating conversations that I do not have, you know, experience with mm. dating. I've been an observer of people who date. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I ask these questions, whatever questions I ask, trust me, I'm, I'm asking them from a very um, fair and inquisitive space. I, I'm just curious. 
So you so you have a different there's a different dating self from the self self. There is a different expectation when someone is looking to date you than when someone's just having regular conversation. You and I, when we talk together, we're not trying to date each other. We're talking. We're sharing information. I'm not judging you about nothing. I'm not trying to see if this fits fits in my lifestyle. You're not trying to see if, if what I say fit in yours. We basically, hey, we got, we're cool friends. We talk. Bam, that's it. You go to your husband. I go play instrument. You know, it, you know that's, that's <laughs> what we do. You know, right. but when someone is in uh, could possibly be a dating a dating situation, you're already in the conversation, paying attention to everything that you can possibly like. I won't say. I will say the word judge. Well, know. I mean, but that's what it is. But, you, I you know, mean, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So okay, okay. So I just had, it's like ah, an epiphany here. If that's the case for people who are dating, is that why people are having so much trouble dating? Because you're you're going in twofold. One, as the judge, and two, as the representative. Because you, you're, you're bringing a, a self into the conversation, in, into the environment, that isn't necessarily your authentic self because you're spending mental time judging the other person versus if it's an organic type of situation where you're just sitting shooting shit with somebody and you do that enough to where you you know and both of you all are single and you just one day because that's that's kind of how it happened with me and the husband it, it, it's like a year and a half of talking to each other and the first time we were in public I said to God okay if things are the same way in person as it is in email Houston we have a problem then I knew that there was something real there so is is that at the root of the problem because people are not taking their authentic selves into these dating situations. I think there's multiple problems. I think that would probably definitely be in there, you know, but it's not solely that, you know. A lot of people going in there like you have people you meet say, I'm dating with a purpose, you know. So when they meet somebody, you know, they're like, I'm looking for my husband or I'm looking for my wife. So you already jump from hello to I do. And, you know, within, <laughs> without having any kind of conversation whatsoever, it's cool to date with a purpose. But how do you, um, the way that you present that to someone, you know, could be a little less stressful when you're just like, hey, you know, I'm looking to date, you know. And, you know, you could say it differently as opposed to say, hey, I'm looking for my husband. Bam, you ain't got this, this, and that. You know, you pretty much killing the mood there for any kind of conversation because you're like, well, shoot, everything I say is like, you know, on a chopping block, you know, everything, you know, as opposed to like, hey, organically, you could, you get, you would change the numbers if, you know, however you end the meeting and y'all start talking and it just flows. And the more you talk, 
you know, and on both parties, you know if you want to continue to talk to that person without, you know, chopping them or, you know, or putting down beliefs or anything like that. You know, I've, I've been in situations where, you know, people seemed like they were judging me in a situation where, where I was on some kind of experimental person or whatever. They're trying to figure out, uh, well, I've, I've noticed this and you do this and you do that. You know, and you feel like you're in like those the little yellow room being interrogated you know <laughs> and, and then they ask you they didn't ask you questions for 20 minutes when you haven't had an opportunity to say anything and then they'll say you know what i noticed that you don't know, haven't asked me any questions about myself and men that they don't ask questions a lot you know i'm like well you haven't given the opportunity for me to say anything other than answers you know and that happens a lot probably more often than not where there's women who, and I'm saying women because I'm only coming from my my perspective. <laughs> I'm sure it happens on both sides. Yes, um, it, it, it does. So a woman will, you know, she's interested. So naturally, she's going to ask questions, which is nothing's wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But you don't allow any breaks for, like, <laughs> for me to ask a question. I only have time to answer because every time I say something, another question comes out of it. And so you're getting to know me but I'm not really getting to know you because I haven't had the opportunity to even say, well, same question you asked me and what do you think about it? I haven't even had that because you, you're throwing the questions back, back to back. So when right. you're done, I feel like, you know, I'm about to get published in a magazine or something. Right, right. Like you were you were <laughs> on an interview. So right. let, let me ask you this question. So is this sort of exchange happening on the phone or on a date because when when you say dating in my mind I'm the, the vision I get is that you're at a public place and you're sitting down you know you're eating drinking that kind of scenario and I, I mean and I, I could be way off base so I'm trying to understand like what is how is dating Define. With dating, definitely, it's not like just actually going out on a date because you got the process when you're meeting people and you're talking to people and you're trying to figure out if you all are going to even go out somewhere in the first place. But all that's part of dating because your people normally are talking. If you're like actively trying to date, you're no, probably talking to two, possibly three different people. You know, some mm -hmm. people, you know, you're trying to get information, you're talking, phone and ultimately trying to go out on an actual day. But so those particular questions that I'm talking about are phone conversation where you're okay. trying to examine, you know, you know, try to see if you all are even compatible to Enough go Enough to go somewhere. Right. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so that's 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 the initial part of the process, which I was hoping. So my other question is, what then determines like how do you choose somebody to even start down that road with to see if you if i even want to go on a date with them to, to start having a conversation with them well i guess it depends on how you met the person because if you're on a dating site, you know you could be on a dating site and of course if you're on a dating site with hundreds of people on a dating mm -hmm. site Mm -hmm. Where if a program, if a profile is set up properly, and when I say that, it's just not a picture, age, right, or location. Right, right. There's details. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So right. you can go on there and you see, you know, things of common interest and stuff like that. 
you know, uh, in the dating world, you you hit the X or you hit the, the heart or you swipe left or you swipe, swipe mm-hmm. right to determine a yes or a no. Well, they got to do the same thing in order for right. you all to even start communicating. So mm-hmm. once you start communicating, then you're trying to figure out, well, you're trying to see if there's a flow, you know, if y'all actually are talking, because if, if, if everything is dry, and this will go even if you met someone face to face, if you, you know, well, how you doing today? I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, you know, that's all you're getting out of there. Okay, how are you doing? They just say, hey, I'm fine. And there's no conversation. Well, that kind of cut pretty short because you already see that, okay, if you're a conversationalist and this person, you're pulling teeth, then, you know, that's not going to be an option for you. But then right. you got somebody that you're flowing with and y'all going back and forth, maybe. Uh, I don't think it's a rule book on how soon to give your phone number out or to exchange phone numbers. Uh, when I'm talking about, you know, the dating sites. Uh, right. But once you both feel comfortable to do it, oh, the cool thing about dating sites is that you're able to actually have audio or video calls on most of these sites. So mm. if you're not really sure if you want to give that phone number out yet, you can go on there, you can talk through the app. And then if that goes well, you know, you migrate to the actual phone, you know, exchange phone numbers. And, you know, that's pretty much the process of trying to see, you know, if, okay, I think. I'm digging this person to the point where, yeah, I want to meet this person face to face and actually go somewhere, dinner, the art museum, whatever you want to go, you know. Um, now, face to face, of course, is a little bit, um, it's the same, but you meet each other face to face and you kind of eliminate that whole process when, I, when we don't meet type of thing, you know. Uh, but when you, but you know, I mean, that hasn't, I don't think that's changed in terms of when you actually organically meet somebody face to face. The thing about it is that people are not going out as much as they used to. They're probably probably starting back up now, but you know, with the whole COVID thing, online was like the thing to do for for most people. You know. Mm-hmm. 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 But you're trying to find common interests to see if it's somebody. You know, one to see if there's a free flowing conversation. If the energy feels good when you're talking to the person. Does it feel natural? Do you have common interests? You know, all that stuff. Where you know that was determines whether or not you're gonna even want to go on a date. date with them. Okay, so all of that makes perfect sense to me. So I'm trying to understand then how do we get, how do people then get into these situations where, based on you know the the, the driving force behind this whole conversation, get to the place of feeling like or experiencing people who are fraudulently dating. They're dating just for free meals or they're dating for, you know, just to fill up their time to where you're walking away feeling like your return on investment is null. If, if you're going through that whole entire process, how then do you get there? Because people are good at not being themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're good at when they're talking, they're saying, speaking a good game. They're doing all this right stuff to get to that point. But, like, you know, no one that I have talked to, and I would even include myself, have necessarily had like bad experiences on a date, per se. Like the dates that I've, the people I've talked to, the dates went well. It's the aftermath of the date. So, after you done went out, you know, thought you had a good time with the individual. Um, then more of that authentic person start coming out 
after the initial day you know so it's like sometimes like the ones who are clingy or they like to you know argue go back and forth or all that stuff a lot of that doesn't come out a lot of times before you actually go out with like before you go on a date because as we always say it's not it's the representative not the president you know so that gets you in those type of situations because everybody's not being authentic everybody's not being the truth that they're on their best behavior and you know and a lot of stuff sometimes that stuff don't come out so quickly you know and you know you find out that stuff a little later down the line but uh, uh, often you find out you know within a week of going out with them on that first time and sometimes it, you know I, I you know it can't I'm not gonna put it always on the other person sometimes you know uh, you just ain't what that person want you know mm-hmm. so you know mm-hmm. so if I went out with someone and I thought you know it was a really good date or whatever uh, they could have authentically had a decent time but realized that they were it wasn't really a connection for them for somebody that they wanted to actually pursue. Now that, you know, that's honest and that's cool. If that's actually what happened, that's real cool. You know what I mean? At least you know, and you're not, you know, continuing to waste time, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's so many different things that going on the way people do. Some people will, you know, go out and, and I, there's all kind of articles and uh, YouTube videos on, on women uh, uh, that go out for, you know, meals. You know, they entertain people, you know, because they're going to get some free food or a free concert or something like that. And they really not interested in actually dating the person. And so the question is there is how do you do? How do you uh, detect that kind of thing? And and sometimes it's kind of hard because those people who are doing that are really good at what they do. Hmm. I'd like to see these people in action because... I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe. Maybe maybe you'll get me one time. But you wouldn't be able to get me several times. You know, because you if if especially given where we are in life. We're we're over the age of 40. So any in in my mind, and this is my mind, my my point of view from a person who's again having experience dating. But I understand relationships and human behavior. It seems to me that there's something about a person that once you get in the room, even before you get in the room with them, as you're talking to them on the on the phone or or over text and you know these other. Um, dating websites to where if if you're having authentic conversation you the red flags w- would eventually show themselves and and maybe the problem is we're not giving enough time to that process because if the conversation on both ends is still coming from the representatives and coming from you know this place of uh judgment you know i'm trying to judge whether or not i want to take you on a date which is a completely different mindset and focus than i want to get to know you 
one is about self the other is about the other person and I, I just think that maybe that's where the breakdown is that we're taking so much of ourselves into these situations and what we want and what we think and how we're you know seeing and judging and perceiving this person that it doesn't allow us to really be in the moment and um discern the person because a a, a chick trust me a chick who's only after a free meal i'm sure she's leveraging her looks to get these free meals and if she's able to leverage okay so then now that's on the man if you are only focused on having this bad chick that you can then go tell your boys that you didn't took on a date then you then are not aligned with what's going on to where you're able to really discern whether or not this girl is is worth your investment now i don't actually think that's it though for real uh now when somebody if you're trying to meet someone someone who's going to go out on a date or high, wherever you met them or whatever. I mean, most people are gonna try to look decent when they go out on a date. So that, you know, on both parts, they're not gonna, they're gonna go out and look decent at least. That's what I mean about that. You're gonna go out, you're, there was some type of attraction in the first place for, for the even conversation to even begin, at least on one part. I would even say on, on both parts because even the person who's not really, who kind of just dating around and going out here and there, they, they're probably still, picking um somebody that they found somewhat attractive but the ones who are not really trying to move forward with like for instance a person could go out with you y'all have these cool conversations and this and that but they don't really have a uh, uh they really don't have they they already date you uh, multiple times or anything like that going and they're just doing it because it's something to do they're so they're not they're they know how to have a good conversation if you're an actor or actress you know you can throw you can do your thing and the other person think it's very authentic because you're good at it and you've been doing it for a while so when you're doing that and you get someone and you're engaging in this conversation this is all the process it's in that's interesting for that person who's doing that kind of thing you know now we're not uh, talking about someone who's sincerely trying to meet someone and go out and actually have you know conversation this and that and then the vibe just ain't right that that's a whole different thing but someone who's really kind of being deceptive pretty much they have these conversations they go out you know and afterwards even though it seemed like it was a really good day and they even say they had a good time and, and fun like that the next time you talk to them Oh, I really see, you know, this going in further than friendship. We can be friends and this and that. But that ain't what they told you, you know, with a date. And when people do that, and they do that with multiple people, and they do that for a while. So, unfortunately, I mean, that's not all women. That's not all no, men. No, 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 no. We, you know? we, we, we know that. We know yeah. that. That's, it's just something that's occurring on the dating scene now. It's, it's right. trending, as the social media platforms would say. So then, yes. could you. So, so would the answer be, you know, because again, we talking about 40 plus and we're on the other side of life. So we, no one our age within this age bracket should really be in the business of wasting people's time because 
we don't know how much time we have. Like we're 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 really dealing with our mortality at this rate. Not not to make forty seem like you know the doom and gloom days because it's not. I enjoy being in my forties, but the reality of it is we're staring at fifty, and we're dealing with our mortality. You know, we we really are. So, Everybody's not thinking like that, though. I mean, right? That's it, of course it, exactly. that. That's exactly. of course someone like yourself who who's intelligent and you know have substance in your life. You know, you're gonna have that thought, thought process where you're not, not trying to waste your time. If you were out there dating, you're not gonna try to waste your time, and you know, and, and you're gonna be authentic when you go out there. But then you, everybody's not on that page, unfortunately. So you got people who play the game of dating as opposed to someone who's actually you know dating with a purpose or at least you know you want to go from friendship to companionship and move on from there you know so you got all these different people out there that are doing this different stuff and and i wish there was an answer to how to come to the uh um the, a resolve of that kind of stuff but i don't think there's one out there because there's so many different people and different elements going on there. Like I said, if you're good at deception and somebody's one person is going into it with their heart kind of open and you know that they want to do this and this person seemed pretty cool and y'all having a good conversation, person is really just kind of going through the motion because they either want to go to a concert or dinner or something, you know, and you seem like you're gonna you're gonna be the one to do it then they're going to play the role. And unfortunately, some people, you know, get caught up in that. And I don't think there's a, a answer or a solution to that in terms of, you know, meeting someone who's not, not um, what's the word, uh, authentic, you know, especially now you can have a whole lot of conversations and try to get to know that person. And hopefully, you know, what you're learning is that individual and y'all move forward and y'all both sincere and honest with each other that i mean you know that's the fairy tale that's what you hope is going on but uh, the truth of the matter is that's that's not always the case well could the but could the resolve be setting boundaries up front because here's the thing you can't control what other people do but you can control what you do in enough in, in a way that then could weed out or extrapolate the red flags. For instance, if after you've been talking to somebody for a while, you know, you you being the guy, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from your perspective first, and you want to go out on a date, you know, suggest that we go Dutch to, to see if, because a, a grown woman we, we not in our 20s anymore to where we would turn our nose up no he didn't act. uh-uh no we're we're, we're in our 40s we, 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 we working we have our own lives we're independent we're able to take care of ourselves and this is a way of knowing if the interest is still there because it's really and truly there because if the interest is there then you'll be willing to invest you be willing to invest. I wouldn't take that personally, especially if we've had the opportunity to have some hard conversations. Because that's the other thing. Like, what are, what are we talking about during this process before we make the determination that you know you're worthy of my time? Because I think that's like for women, it's the, are you worthy of my time thing. For men, is are you worthy to be in my pocket? 
I don't think that women in general wants to want to hear a man who is actually asking to take them out. You know, can not, we go not duck? take them out? No. We're, we're, that, we're, let's we're meet up. About, we're talking about a date. You're talking about. So if you're meeting up, if you're going out and you're meeting on a dating site, that's a date. Meeting up is a date. You're trying to go somewhere. And especially in this society where the expectation is if a person, if a man asks you out to meet up or whatever, that means they're trying to spend time with you. If you're going out to dinner or someplace like that, the expectation is the man is going to end up paying for that because he asked you out. Now, and that's the thing. One, How one you thing, frame it? How you thing, frame it? Do you one, ask the question, "Can I take you out?" One thing. Or do that you, you ask the question, "Should we meet up?" One thing that you could do is, if you're going out on a particular date uh, or meet up, you can go somewhere that doesn't require you to spend money per se, like an art museum or some type or of exhibit or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would be one thing that, you know, when you're going out and you're not necessarily spending money per se, but you are spending time and you're getting to know some. So it could be what you decide to do on a first date um, as regards to going to, a, well, going to a concert is a bad first date anyway, uh, but going to dinner or uh, definitely wouldn't do a movie. But my suggestion would be maybe doing something that doesn't require a bunch of financial attention but it gives you a lot of good quality time where you can have conversation and actually get to know each other I agree but I also think that a mature woman if the, the, the conversation is had in the right way let's meet up you know I, 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 I like you and I think you like me and you know neither one of us really know where this is going and I don't want to waste your time. I don't, you know, want it to be more of an investment on one than the other. So, you know, let's meet up and I'll pay for the first date. And if we decide that, you know, we want to see each other again, then maybe you can pay for the next day. So that we're both mutually invested. Now, a, did you, a, a grown ass woman would respect that. Now, I'm you this because you said I'm only because you said you haven't been in the dating scene in a while. True. Did did you hear or speak to someone that kind of gave that example, or you're giving? Yes. Okay. Yes, a, a person that that dated for ten years between one marriage and the other. Yes. Yeah, because the, 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 the thing is that, that I think just in relationships in general not just in dating even in marriages we become fearful of standing up for our own individual needs and we feel like in order to be in a relationship the key is to always abandon what we need for us. And that's just not a healthy way to build a relationship. 
so so I mean it, it it's a hard thing. You you're going to weed out a, a whole lot of people, but at some point, if if that's your you you're either going to be patient until you find someone that meets your standard, or you're gonna settle. And if you're choosing to settle, then can you be mad at what you end up with? Well, you technically even ain't when you selling have if high. you're not meeting people. You know, if you're not meet going beyond the date, you're not technically you're not settling because things ain't actually working working out. Um, no, I mean that you go on. that you would go ahead and 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 go out on dates with people that you know, like something in your spirit like I really don't know about this chick and I'm gonna go anyway or even you know the girl you know saying mm, I really we've been talking on the phone for the last two weeks and again I don't I don't know I, I think part of even in that process is being intentional in the kinds of things that, you, that you're talking about I don't know if the approach of interrogation is the right way to go where where you're you know um pretty much putting a person in the hot seat to to find out all of these things about somebody versus taking interest you know reading somebody's profile and be like oh okay that person seems you know interesting and then starting the conversation based on that that person not what you're looking to get from that person but what that person has to offer them, what you have to offer them. I don't know. I, I I think if if we if people chose to look at it from a more selfless perspective, then just relationships in general would work better. But because we tend to to go into these situations thinking about me, 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 what I'm looking for, what I want, what I need, you know, what I don't want, what I don't like, then, you know, it, it really sets people up for failure from the get-go because you already have these preconceived, you're, you're walking into it with negativity. And I, I, I just don't know that people know that that's what it is, but that's what it feels like in, in, seems like just based on what I've heard from other people who talk about dating it's like I, I think you try to you need to try to be somebody's friend first well you can't be somebody's friend without meeting them you can't just be I mean you can just talk on the phone for, for months if you want to but if you talk to these people most people are out there trying to date with a purpose most people are out there trying to you know everybody's not subscribing to one particular you know philosophy and this and that you got all these different personalities and everybody ain't necessarily on the same page so it's not that simple to just kind of put uh, a dating process in, in order of the people that you meet because everybody is so uniquely different so it's like when you're meeting people and you feel like something is cool because sometimes it's not even about somebody not doing um, or treating you or mistreating you or trying to get a free day or or, or a meal is you know everybody's not like that as we already said so sometimes when you go out you know there's a different person when you're texting somebody 
that conversation is different from when you're um, on the phone. It's different from when you're doing a, a, a video chat, and it's different when you're um, face to face. You got to go through that because everybody's not a good texture. Everybody ain't a good telephone conversationalist. So you got all these different things when you're trying, when you're dating or trying to get to know different people because you're trying to get to know different people. So there's not one set rule on how to do do certain things. So it's not mm-hmm. to me. It's not that simple. It really isn't. You know, does it make sense? Sure. You know, what you're saying can make sense, but it's not going to make sense on everybody you meet. And I know for a fact of so many men that there's no way that they're going to ask a woman to pay Dutch if they're if they're going out. They're not going to do that at all because they have been raised that, you know, when they go out, a man is going to take care of this, a man is going to take care of that. So you got people that have that mentality. Then you have other situations where if if the dates are going well, you know, after the man has maybe taken them out, well, t- have taken them out, the woman may say, "Hey, I got you on this one," you know, because of how it's going. But I mean, everybody ain't on that page, and I know, I know some mature women, you know, a lot of mature women, but they're not gonna go for someone, uh, a man suggesting Dutch on on dates. That's not gonna happen. Now she may bring up the fact that she'll I got you, you know, I'm gonna take you out this time. She may ask you out. And there's a lot of women that's like if I if I ask you out, I'm paying for it. You know, even if you're trying to pull the man, if you go out and you pull out your wallet, because you know, you out on date, the man is thinking, Hey, I'm supposed to pay, you know. And the woman said, Well, I asked you out, put that away. Your money's no good here. There's women that'll do that. I mean, so it depends on the mind frame of the people that you're going out with because everybody ain't on the same page. So, you know, you go through a lot of different things and in in this whole dating game, as they call it, or scene or whatever, you know, trying to, to meet your person or at least meet somebody that's, you know, cool enough for you to continue to get to know to to try to build friendships and some things are so organic that it's it's just wonderful and other things not so much it's a process you got you're looking for consistency women will say that all the time you know they're uh if they're talking to someone and the guy isn't consistent then she's gonna move on she ain't gonna give him a chance he could have been just working or whatever where he's not available to talk you know every day or you know text all throughout the day but some some women are looking for their husband tomorrow you know, so where I don't know whether I unfortunately I can't I can't explain or give suggest uh, uh, examples of what the women go through on their side. You know, because I know some women have said the kind of guys that they meet in per- in public and on dating sites, it's a horrible experience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I would say, you know, just based on the the folks that. Um, I've talked with and you know we, we run the gamut of where we are in our relationships but um, it's it's the narcissistic needy um, external I you know I need you to pay attention to me type of um, very self-absorbed experiences that women are having with men and is what makes them like no I just rather be single because once a man gets into you and you know you think everything is flowing and going 
then they kind of want you to be their mama and take care of them in a way that, you know, grown women just really of today, like we're just really not trying to do that. So that's the the struggle that women are are having these unrealistic expectations that men have of women um, where the requirement is that you're to do everything so that that's the struggle they're having and you know when they're out on these dates or in relationships it's like if if I'm not giving you enough of the validation that you need that you know you are this amazing person then now all of a sudden you know I'm, I'm not supporting you or you know I don't respect you with these sorts of things so that's the female issue sure, I don't even know if a lot of these people are even getting to the point where they even get to that level what you talking to I me mean, a lot well i mean lot, on dates you know. I, I guess if if you're on a date you know with the guy because you know guys tend like your the, the male currency is provision you know how much money do i make you know how great i can take care of you and then or provide for you shall i say and then the the woman's currency is you know how well, I'm able to, you know, support, nurture, and take care of you based on you being able to provide for me. So when they're on these dates and the men thinking, and I'll say for the female, the attractiveness. So the men think that, you know, based on the, the car they drive, the kind of clothes they wear, you know, the job titles and these other very superficial things is what makes them king. And they spend all the time talking about that or having these, what we call look at me moments. Um, then that becomes a turnoff because I understand that what you want me to do is to sit here and stroke your ego. And in today, with so many, you know, especially black women, you know, being educated, having jobs, making, you know, money, being independent, taking care of themselves, we can have our own look at me moments. And they may look better than the males look at me moments, but that's that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for what you can do for me that I'm already doing for myself. It's about, you know, those softer things, the, the intangibles, you know, are you going to respect me? Are you going to love me? Are you going to make me feel that kind of thing? So you, once you get on a date, you can kind of tell whether a, a guy is self-absorbed or not, or even in, in text message, if that's, how, if, if that's what he feels his currency uh, that's if you got if you don't have someone who who's doing all the interrogating questions, you know. So <laughs> you know if you don't right, have right, you right. Know, ask somebody about who they are and this and that, and you know, and you're 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 spending your time answering questions. Ladies, those out there who who may know this or may not know this, when you're getting to know a person and you're asking questions, please allow the man 
not only the opportunity to answer your question, but also to ask a question in return. So you can kind of have a, a conversation and not an interview, you know. And mm-hmm. I think well, I think a lot of, uh, and, and like once again, I'm only coming from my perspective, but, you know, women just allow people, allow that man to have the opportunity to ask you questions. Now, if he's not asking you questions and you've given him the opportunity to do so, then that's an issue. And then, yes, that's a person who wants to talk about themselves only and this and that. But you got to make sure you're allowing the man an opportunity to speak, to answer your questions, ask questions, allow that. Um, now, uh, there's a site actually called brides.com. It's the 13 tips for dating in your 40s, right? So um, I'm going to read some of these and see if we agree with them. Uh, but first it says choose your partner wisely. You know, um, that I don't know if I necessarily have to think that's pretty self-explanatory. But, you know, choose your mate wisely. Then it said make sure you both are ready to date, which is a good conversation because you want to make sure that you are on the same page in reference to dating and what you want to do. Like, for instance, people would often ask, well, Floyd, what are you looking for? And I would often say, well, I'm looking for someone to first build a, you know, a genuine friendship that can lead to uh, um, a, a very uh, or incredible companionship or something to that level. And so that's enough information for someone to say, you know what, I'm on that same page too. Or, or more than that you know you get a you get enough where you can have a conversation about it but y'all got to be on the same page at least um number three it says uh, if you happen to have kids wait before you introduce your partner to your kids now you and i both know this uh don't be trying to take the kids on a date or trying to get them to come over and meet your kids and so that's just too soon if you got little kids or middle kids don't don't introduce your kids to the person because they may not be around tomorrow, right. <laughs> you know. And I ain't talking about nothing tragic. I'm just saying, y'all, they just may not work, you know. So you don't want to be introducing your kids really early. Make sure that that, that that guy or that woman seems like they're going to be, you know, stable uh, in your life, you know. I would agree with that stuff so far. Now, this is that I think is going deeper into if you actually have someone that you can, or one particular person that you're dating. But number four is practice patience when it comes to sex. And so, in other words, don't don't try to rush and jump jump on the person early on yeah. because you feel like that's what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with that, and I I know people that well, we're, we're grown and grown people have sex, but sex changes things and sex changes things in a major way so you know part of being a mature adult is being able to have sexual self-control because yeah i i I think that's very important number five is be in independent and interdependent you know what they're saying on here um four is navigate gender stereotypes which i think is a, a is a great conversation because as we were saying earlier, some men believe that they're supposed to pay for every single thing every time, regardless. And that's what they're going to do, where some women may not require that. Some women, hey, I made my own money. Sometimes I want to treat you. So right. if that comes up, men, will you allow that woman to treat you if that's what she want to do? Yep. You know? yep. And, you know, let go of that pride. You ain't less than a man because your woman decided to take you out to dinner. 
or take you to a movie or something like that. She's treating you. She feel like, you know, you're worthy enough that she wants to spend some money on you too, you know? Uh, so I say, you know, why not? You know, now I don't take advantage of the woman. I expect her to pay for everything and, and you know, this and that. That's a whole another sto- story, another podcast. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, if a woman is going to take you out or offer to take you out, I think that means something. I honestly do. Especially if you're going out on a couple of dates and then she says, and you make it to a third date. Now, mind you, a lot of people don't make it to a third date, you know. Uh, if you made it to a third date with somebody, in my opinion, by the time you're on a third date, that indicates that they are into you because they're spending time with you. So they are into to you. And then there are multiple times when you all went out to spend time. So they, I think they're invested in getting to know you. you can, you're not going to determine that on a first date, you know. A first date really is all the first day is is determining whether or not there's going to be a second. That's really, really was all the first date is. You're trying to get to know the person if there's a vibe to determine if you will go out with this person or continue to talk to that person. Number seven, trust your instincts. See, that, that's the one I'm standing on. That should have been number one for me. But it, and I understand that everybody has a real strong sense of discernment. But uh, I think at the age where we are, we've lived long enough and had enough life experiences to where we should be more perceptive to those red flags that people show. If if they're showing them, you know, some people are good. I'm, I'm letting you know that up front. Uh, you look you making me want to uh do a study I, I might have to you know ask the man like look can i just go i i just really need to understand how this works because i i, I just don't believe <laughs> that there are people out here that you know if you're standing strong in who you are and what you want that can really take advantage do you realize how many people get taken advantage of, how many women get taken advantage of, on, on you know, in long-term situations where, you know, you think that they would have the spirit and this and that, but they, somebody's not being truthful and they're being good in their, at their lives. You know what I'm saying? So if it was that easy, you know, to trust your instincts all the time on everything, nobody would be in divorce situations. Nobody would be, you know, mistreated or taken for their money. None of that stuff. So realistically, we have to really look at that. You know, you're you got to keep in mind you're married and been off the scene for over a decade. And you got, and you're a different type of woman too. So you're a woman that if you're out there, you're not going to be playing the game. So it's going to be right. hard for you to see that side and, and be like, okay, I, I get it, this and that. You're not that type of woman. So it's not going to, you know, it's that's not going to be that clear to you, in my opinion. You know, but there's that's definitely it. people out there that are not like a type of woman like you are and other women who are wonderful women. Who, who are not trying to, you know, take advantage of people or like men who are not trying to take advantage of things, you know, they're not going to go through that process and hopefully, you know, um, instincts kick in, but they don't always kick in immediately. Sometimes it's like, you know, you, you go through these thought process where you're like, okay, let me think, you know, let me examine this more because this person said this and that, but does that mean he's not a good 
uh, fit for me now? Or does that mean, you know, because he said one thing, let's, let's have more conversation about that so I can kind of get to know what that person actually means. Because I could be just making assumptions based off well, how he or she stated it. And I may have misinterpreted what they said. You know, so, I mean, it takes a little bit more. Some people be getting got, I mean, for years. You mean, you know, only to come to find out that somebody got a whole nother family. You know what I'm saying? They got a whole nother family. So it's all kind of stuff out there. So unfortunately, you know, you trust your instincts, but they don't always um, find everything for you, you know, and detect everything, unfortunately. And everybody don't, like you said, have that strong connection with instincts for uh, bad things. Some people are lonely too. And so when you're lonely and you're trying to be in a relationship, uh, your instincts don't kick in as well either because you're just tired of being alone. You know Exactly. Exactly. I, so. I can feel that. Well, shame on all the fraudulent dating folks is what I say. I will say the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Shoot. When, when number eight, it says to develop a clear agenda which also comes more with talking. I think people to take more time and actually talk. Not just text, but have phone conversations when you can. You know, uh, of course, somebody's working all day long. You can't, like, can't talk while you're working, but you can text. But don't let that be the only com- communication. When you get an opportunity to have phone conversations, please do so. If you can video chat, which I recommend, especially if, you have, if you're on dating sites and you're trying to meet somebody, your chat first man you know one you want to make sure you ain't getting catfish Two, see what kind of uh you know vibe you got going on with that person before you take your time and to go out there and and uh, actually be in public with someone you know that's what the technology is there for you all right it said manage your social media expectation let me read into that because i'm not really sure what they mean by that so social media is a seamless part of everyday life for most 20 and 30 year olds. I would say more than that. But for someone for an older generation, their connection to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter can be more of a mixed bag. Your date social habits could range from the 45 year old who is as plugged in as a teenager to the 48 year old who has never been on Instagram. One thing, once things are established, ask your date before posting a photo of the two of you together. Okay, well, I get that point. Okay. I had to read more because I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 10, uh, accept scheduling conflicts. You know, I think that's uh, definitely something you have to try to work uh, work with each other because, you know, like I said, after 40, I mean, most people are career-oriented in their careers, hopefully. They got families, you know. And so everybody's not going to be available exactly them to be you know so you got uh, uh some some spontaneity can take place but a lot of times you got to schedule stuff you know got to make sure if you got young children you got to make sure somebody can watch your child um uh if you're uh if they're working different schedules than you y'all gotta figure out what day is gonna work best for you so i think you know you definitely don't give up because your schedule may not be where you can hang out you know four or five times a week <laughs> you know try to figure out what can work for both of you um, number 11 says never apologize for being you yes I 100% agree with that uh, avoid making assumptions whereas I, avoid, I uh, appreciate that statement in all kind of scenarios you know um, I think you should be direct and then this one is the last one and I actually 
we kind of touched base on this when I said like go somewhere like the art museum or something like that but it said keep the first date light mm-hmm. you know conversation on the first date should be all about getting to know each other finding common ground and determining compatibility uh, but if you're fed up with being single and you feel a connection you may be tempted to overshare we've had a conversation about that uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> about past negative dating experiences you know um yeah, that we can you can go through uh, all our podcasts and find all kind of stuff to, to, uh, <laughs> to right. connect with that. So, so those are thirteen tips. I think those are pretty solid tips uh, in dating uh, authentic people. <laughs> you know, people who ain't trying to get you, but in someone who's serious about you know dating and their and things like that, I, I, I would agree with those tips. Well, what about you? I do too. I do too. Cool. Well, I think this has been an interesting conversation. It has been. I've, I've, <laughs> I've learned a lot. You know, I know I shared a lot, but uh, everything I shared came from you know, kind of having conversations with other people and just really trying to open my mind up to um, a life experience that, you know, I, I haven't haven't had it that I don't live. So, yeah, more power well, to everyone out there on the dating scene well i must say that it's a good thing you're not out there i'm happy for you uh that, that you're not on the dating scene that you're in something solid and and uh with something of substance and that's a beautiful thing um and and those women out there you know i mean so many different ways you can could um uh approach uh, trying to date or meet new people because every honestly every situation is different. I wish there was like a a set thing that we all could do that could uh, make things uh, go a lot more smoothly than what uh, what I've experienced, what people, uh, friends of mine have experienced. Um, but unfortunately, it's not. But you can still uh, check out what you've done. Or what you're doing and tweak whatever it is you're doing, you know, and, and be open to different things and, you know, and have conversations. That's, I think that's the biggest thing is really having great conversations with individuals because that the more you talk, the more information you find out, you know, because if you don't, some people want to like, they, as soon as they, like, if you meet you on the site, they want to meet you like, instantly like within that week because they were like if they don't want to uh, if y'all ain't vibing they don't want to waste their time you know so they want to get that out of the way where other people like well that's I didn't even talk to you for, for some weeks before we <laughs> actually go out there and actually meet you you know face to face I want to make sure that we actually vibe in a conversation you know so it's so much so many different things out there but blessings to everybody who even considering um, dating out there uh, I think I'll continue to do my drawing and instrument playing and cooking uh, for right now. That's bring me sanity. But <laughs> for everybody else out there that's in that dating world, you know, just be careful overall. You know, protect your peace, protect your heart, you know, protect, protect yourself. Absolutely. And any any uh, final thoughts on that before we close up? Um, I would just say, you know, blessings to all of you know that love does exist in in life for all of us and you know don't abandon yourself you know stand strong in who you are and what you want 
and I promise you there's someone else out there for you and yeah then well said and and God this is our season finale so that does not mean that we're not, it's gonna be like <laughs> thank you thank you thank you doesn't mean like it's gonna be month before season four uh, season four is gonna probably kick off a little sooner than what we typically do because we've had a couple you know uh, breaks be- between episodes and we're gonna probably get that kicking off a lot sooner than later but uh, we thank you all for listening to us and being a part of our podcast and, and uh, supporting us so please continue to do that and once again my name is Floyd Boykin Jr. I'm the host and I'm Serena Roberts, your co-host. And you've been listening to the Exchange Podcast. So we want you to be kind, be respectful, have fun, and learn something amazing. Peace and many blessings, y'all. Peace.